what silly thing are we going to say to open this? It's been so long. Well, that's the thing. It's been so long. I don't know. So Do long. we even know each other anymore, Gwen? That's the I real question. I don't know myself anymore. Oh, geez. I was on vacation for like weeks. I came back. It's hard to get back in the groove, man. I can imagine. You were, you were, how long were you away? Because you were in the UK. We met up very briefly. And yeah. You were yeah, over here. I was here, gone. Though. I was off the grid too for a large part of it, but I was on like a two and a half week vacation. I have never taken a vacation that long. In this industry, that's like. I mean, I guess it's common after a game ship. Sometimes you go on the long vacation, but I never mm. did because I'm boring. Uh, and I've definitely never taken a vacation like in the middle of develop. Well, in a in a critical point in development. I can. Uh, well, yeah. You 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 are. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a critical point of the development. <laughs> so you said it. I was like, oh god, yeah, it is, isn't it? This is a uh, quite a big yeah. time for you guys, and. Uh, also, there was no episode. I mean, there's been no episode for like a month because I had E3, you had coming over to the UK, Jeez, and literally we never even. Chris, we should talk about E3. We never even talked about E3. Never even talked about E3. Um, I can probably sum up my entire opinions of the conference by just going eh, like that. That's <laughs> as somebody have... who was working the conference, right? Oh, as uh, someone who was working the conference, I can probably go. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah, right, that that's that would good. be the sound of E3 for me working there. It was probably one of the most taxing conferences I have done ever because hmm. it was it was some hard work which is, you know, not normally the the realm of someone who has made talking about video games his life. Like hard work is what I actively avoid and seek not to do but yet there we were it was hard work for everyone as well we had a very stressed fraught team throughout the thing and yeah uh, yeah it's a hectic time you're outside in the california heat there was definitely good moments like the party itself for the bits that i got to actually enjoy uh were really good we had some amazing music playing and it was a good time uh but yeah, it, it was there was there was work involved at this E3, and yeah, it was fun. But for you, I flew back like pretty much the day you were flying to the UK. I think I landed, and then you were like, "I'm getting on a flight." That's yeah, that does sound about right. Because so that's is, why this we couldn't been... record a podcast because you were we just had we perfectly didn't overlap with being home. No, this is a. Uh... This has been the time lapse, and I... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, My friend was like, why didn't you two record a podcast while you were in the UK together, face-to-face? And I'm like, that'd be weird. We did do that once. And uh, this was still when you were... I remember you saying that you were just confused that my voice was coming out of my face. (laughs) Yeah, it was very bizarre. Like your Even voice though, like, usually comes through my headphones. I, it's true. I like I know what you look like and I know what you sound like, but it's not normal to see those things together. I just yeah, can't handle it, Chris. That's true. I mean, we the first time we met was in person, but I guess we've had so much more interactions with no video component whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, this is true. There, for instance, I used to play WoW, and there's people I played. I would hear their voice every single day. And then it came time to, I met this one dude, uh, Spinal, like in person, and I just couldn't handle it. I was just like, you don't look like, 
you do in my head. In my head, you look like an undead priest. Uh, and I just can't, I just can't connect these dots. This is just too hard for me. Uh, <laughs> just walk up like, no, 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 I can't. No, I've got to go now. <laughs> just leave. You gotta, it's, it's like when somebody takes your favorite book and turns it into a movie or something. And you're just like, but that's not what I pictured they would look like. That's what that's what a lot of the people I know through voice chat are to me. It's like I yeah. have a picture in my head of what you look like, and reality <laughs> is not measuring up. Oh, jeez. Uh, this is getting worse but, and worse for me. You realize no, that, Gwen? Uh, like, I didn't mean it not measuring up. It's not what I expected. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. No, anyway, I, com- I completely get what you fun. mean. The UK was fun. It was uh, fun. We went for coffee. That was nice. Uh, you had many of our delicacies, which uh, I understand you enjoyed. Yes. I recorded a gaming podcast while I was out there. Yes. You were on One Life Left. That is correct. That was actually not a podcast. That was live radio. So ah. live radio is weird. Um, I've never... Uh, how do you put it? So you're talking to question mark number of people like hundreds probably thousands i don't know uh, mm-hmm. on live radio and uh you can't you don't see them so you don't have that f- like the pressure like when i'm talking no. in front of hundreds of people at, at a conference or something yeah uh, i see them i look at them in the eye and I have a feedback from the audience but you don't have that um obviously because you're on the radio uh also uh you can't edit anything you say no so in a weird way, it's not terrifying, but it should be. Yeah, I mean, I love live radio. I did I did live radio when I was younger, when my friend was at university. They were all in Cambridge, not big Cambridge University. There's another university in Cambridge that's not the really expensive, well, world-known one. And Nobody listening has any idea what this Cambridge world-known thing is. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he was at university. <laughs> I just, for some reason, when I said he was at university and we were in Cambridge, I thought, oh, I don't want everyone to think he was at this sort of really expensive posh university. God, no, no, he wasn't at that one. Don't you think he was? <laughs> I wasn't at all, but, you know, anyway. Like 5% of our listeners are British and have any idea what you're saying right now. Yeah, it's true. They don't even care. Anyway, <laughs> see, that's be, that'd be a bit I'd edit out, you see, the magic of podcasts. Yeah. But anyway, I did a radio show and I loved it. It was so much fun. It was one of my favorite things I think I've ever done. And I love doing live, like live radio, so much fun. You just sit down and we do stupid stuff. Like we just do improv stuff for like an hour. That was our thing. And my favorite thing ever was because a song would be finishing and we both look at each other and be like, do you know what you, we're going to do now? And you'd be like, no. And I'd be like, neither do I. Which one of us is going to start? And be like you. And I'd be like, okay. And then we just go from there. And oh, it was the best. I loved it. But live radio, I've done normal live radio as well. And it's great. I love it. It's easy. It is. I mean, there. it's kind of... The good thing is when you're done, you're done. Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't have this editing process or anything <laughs> no. like that afterwards. <laughs> I, so for that part, that's... I can definitely see the appeal there. And I see the appeal for you, too, because, like, you're really good at improv. You Twitch stream and things like that. So being on live radio is pretty standard for for you uh for me it was it was weird just uh, um seeing behind the curtain and and going to a radio station which is not what i pictured 
I don't know what I pictured, but it wouldn't be like a a like a stuffy tiny like these are not um at least the place I went to probably it was maybe not like a state of the art building with like amazing air conditioning and such like it's, it's a hot little room. Yeah, I mean I know sweaty the station headphones. that I think One Life Left broadcast on I think is a community station in London. So if you were to go to say like broadcasting house or whatever BBC radio it would be the air conditioned uh, nice big rooms and stuff like that but you know the the one i used to do in was a kind of big room it was a soundproof room but it did have air conditioning but you kind of had to turn it off because it made noise like, <laughs> like when yeah. you're on air it was like you gotta turn no, the air conditioning I, off i prefer this i like the the kind of you know scrappy uh community station i loved that that whole experience was actually pretty fun in, in some ways it was just very different um yeah uh, I, I'm glad I did it. That was a really fun experience. And those are some cool, uh, cool people. I especially love watching, um, I could tell when they were on the air and when they were off the air, cause they had like casual voice and then all of a sudden they would go on the air and like radio voice would come on out of the same, you know, human being. Like they would yeah. just, their voices kind of just changed a bit. Uh, that was kind of cool to watch. Just happen live. <laughs> I will say they, they probably, um. The episode I was on, unfortunately, they had some technical difficulties uh, oh. with, like, the music and stuff. And they were just like, this is the worst thing in the world. And I'm like, why? It seems awesome. I mean, the music didn't, the right music didn't play. But I didn't know the difference. So I'm like, eh, it's, who gives a shit? Uh, so I was probably just completely clueless. Maybe. For those interested, Gwen was on uh, season 14, episode 9, which is at the time of recording, is the second most recent episode of One Life Left's podcast. I haven't listened to uh, it myself yet, but I'm gonna. Uh, that is right. They uh, After it's on the radio, they turn into a podcast. I should go listen to that and see what's going on. The, the other thing is, uh, you... I, I wasn't clear on when we were on the air and not on the air sometimes, so I actually oh, have really? no idea. Like, I'm not... Did they not indicate that in any... They just keep talking? <laughs> I could have asked, but I was like, what if I ask and then it turns out that we are actually on the air? Which I think I did do once on the air. Now that I think about it, at one point I was like, wait, are we still on the air? And that <laughs> was on the air. I might have made the worst radio well it's that's on the host ever. again i it's little things i mean i've been doing podcasts i've been doing since 2000 and like six or five i've been doing podcasts for a long time like ever since i first realized podcasting was a thing that you could do i remember podcasts being launched on itunes and being like oh my god i can make my own little radio shows and I remember doing that. And yeah, I've been doing that for ages. But live radio, to me, live stuff to me is the most fun. Like, I enjoy that the most. Because podcasting Why? is, it's just, it's a totally different atmosphere. And it's, I find when you don't have to, when you don't have that safety net of, oh, well, you can just edit all this out. I find you're much more, your brain's more alert. You're more on and the stuff you do for for my experience anyway the stuff you do is generally like 
I don't know, more fun. Plus, plus there is that element of like you can just do whatever you want because it's live and it's just happening now. Like I've done live TV and not live TV as well, and live TV is way more fun, like to me than oh, you not can't live do whatever TV. You want because then they won't let you back no. on there later. No, you can't. <laughs> I mean, you can't do whatever you want in the sense of like I could just stand up and take my trousers off. Like I, I can't do that, but you can do like a weird joke or a, like i don't know it, it's 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 a really fun atmosphere i really enjoy it and you can just kind of feed I off the energy of tell. it yeah you're well that's the thing when you're on a stage uh you can feed off the energy how do you feed off the energy when you're talking into a microphone like there's no you don't well, have that, that feedback right no, and this is the thing from doing from doing radio in particular. When we used to do that, it was just me and my friend in a room. Like that <laughs> was all it boiled down to. It was like there was literally three people in the whole building, and we were two of them. And because we did like a late night thing, because you know we were cool, so obviously we got the late night slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's the prime slot. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. There's something about like even though probably we'd always be like probably no one is listening to this <laughs> chances are quite strong that no one is listening to this but there's still something exciting about the fact that it is just it's just going out there like i always like the idea of someone just going through their radio as they're driving around being like what is this <laughs> like, why, is, why is there like a cover 21 year old boys <laughs> fucking yeah. around and this is allowed Oh, I always enjoyed the idea of that. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's definitely and... different. It is definitely a different vibe. I, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And I really, I have a great deal of respect now for people who uh, who do radio and for the One Life Left guys. Like, mm. that's that was a surprising amount of, like, effort that they put into that. And they're oh, really yeah. good at it. Oh, yeah. There's a reason they've been doing it so long. It's, uh, they are good at what they do. Um, but yeah, like podcasting is a very different vibe and it's very, I mean, it's, it's just an ingrained thing now, right? Like that's just what people do. Yeah. I guess the way I would describe it is when I'm recording this podcast, I think of it as I'm talking with you and, uh, maybe intruders will hear this conversation later, but it's, I'm mostly talking to you. Whereas when I'm on the radio, we're clearly talking to the audience, yeah. but we can't see them. And I think I'm... that's the the part that's hard to articulate. It's it's this feeling where you're definitely talking to an audience, not to each other, but they're they're not there. You're yeah. you're very aggressively talking to a wall, uh, <laughs> which is weird to me. I guess like that's that's the part that's different. Like right now, I'd, I'm I'm talking to you about this experience. I'm not talking like, hey, listener. Let's Yes, that is true, but I would definitely say the way the way we're talking to each other is still in a way that is for someone else to hear. Like, Shit, am I supposed to be doing that? Because well, you I do. Curse we, a lot. No, 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 no. I mean, like, I mean, like, we explain things and we will couch things in a way that others are going to understand and all sorts of stuff like that. Like even this, I am explaining what is happening right now 
despite the fact that were we just in a conversation, I wouldn't need to because you already understand that. Jeez, I just thought maybe you figured I was real dumb. <laughs> and that's why. You're like, God, Chris is so nice. He explains everything to me. Yeah. He'll even I mean, repeat what I've just said in to explain that he's understood it. <laughs> I mean, that's just like your conversational style, right? Um, right? I mean, right? you've spoken to me not <laughs> in a podcast. Yeah, but that's and... super weird. We've been over that. I, it wasn't like the second time. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Yeah, you have a point. I don't. Um, I don't not, know what I'm not, getting at. It, not to say is... that. I mean, live is very different. Like we've uh, live is a very different. I suppose it isn't. I don't know. Like the well, I mean, there's got to be a structure to something that's live. I mean, particularly with radio. Like if you're doing something that exists within a time slot of something else. There needs mm. to be a structure and everything like that. Like, I remember we used to do live TV and it was like the way the adverts would work. I may have even told you this before uh, was they would just happen in spite of what we were doing. The <laughs> adverts like it wouldn't matter if we hadn't finished. The adverts would just start like midway through you talking. So you had to have all your timings like exactly right. And everything had to be you had to know what you were doing or you would just not be on anymore. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, okay. God, that's funny. It was, it was, oh, I loved it, though. That was, that was again, one of the funnest things I've done was live TV. I used to love it. But, I mean, podcasting, I think, I mean, what drew you to doing a podcast out of interest? Because, like well, I said, I've been doing it for <clears throat> ages, and I, mostly because I, I can sit and talk on my own i've even done radio shows just i'm the only one in the room and i i can do that i enjoy that (laughs) but how about you um okay so i was a triple a developer and then i went indie uh and i needed to be able to pitch uh the game that i was working on in my studio and i needed to do that a lot and i had to get better at that very very quickly uh and so i was um, I was going around to conventions and to these different things, uh, pitching the game, getting the describe your game in under a minute to, yeah. to different people, the consumers and stuff. And I, I just got really good at doing that, but it, it took a long time. Uh, it, it was a lot of effort and it, it's definitely not a skill that came naturally to me. Mm. Uh, and so uh, you recall you interviewed me and actually it's kind of you. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not on Twitch I'm not on any other podcast other than this one. You were like, hey, we should do a podcast. And then you kept following up with me. And the truth is, doing this makes me better at talking about my thoughts to other people um, in a public setting. Mm. And I I honestly don't think I'm good at it. You edit out a lot of my cursing and like the general (laughs) ramblingness that is, you know, my speech pattern. uh, And that's good. I do this to practice um, talking about my thoughts on the games industry and my studio and what we're doing and i know lately we haven't been talking about what my studio is doing because i can't yeah um and there are definitely some really interesting things going on we're like i said we are putting together a pitch right now we are probably going to be pitching to publishers very very soon so i'm actually in that weird position that i was trying to escape from before where like i can't talk about what i'm working on right now yeah well, that, but... that, that's going to be the way it is for a little while. But, you know, once you can, you can. And 
Yeah. All will be but well. That wasn't your initial question was uh, why do I podcast? And, yeah. and the reason is to What's get in... better at talking about things like this. Huh. Um, and so I can't wait until I can talk about this stuff again more. Uh, I want to be able to talk about it uh, publicly and and um, I want to get better at pitching things like our studio and our game. And, and I want to another part of it is you I was surprised at how lonely you get when you're working in a smaller studio. But it is lonely for a game developer that's used to being part of a bigger community yeah. uh, to I'm in Boston. There's there are game. There's a, a surprising amount of indie game development here, but there aren't that many meetups. Um, my, my studio is very small. I don't get to, um, talk with other animators on a regular basis or other artists really other than Chad on a regular basis. And, uh, that kind of sucks and it's hard to stay inspired. A huge part of being an artist is showing other people your work and talking about it and getting feedback and feeding off of each other's energy. And Mm -hmm. that's, you don't realize how much you need that until you don't have it. Um, yeah. And so everything like this, anytime I go to conventions, anytime I I put out a podcast and my friends reach out to me about it and talk about it, it it helps me do my job. It helps me get through the day, I guess. Yeah. And it makes me a better artist, as weird and roundabout as, as that may seem. Uh, no, so, that makes sense. So this podcast is kind of like important to me. I like hmm. doing this, Chris Light. I'm glad to hear that, Gwen Frey. I also, I mean, I do it because I enjoy doing it. Like, as I've always said, I, I enjoy talking. I enjoy talking to people. Uh, not everyone. Yeah, I, f- but... I figure if we weren't doing this podcast, you'd still just be talking. Just like to the wall. <laughs> I would Twitch, be trying to find whatever. people to do shit with. That That is always my my go-to. Like, I'm like, someone, so- hey, I guess maybe I am. Maybe I'm like, be my friend. <laughs> 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 I want to do stuff. But all the things I want to do need others. <laughs> Help. Yeah. Yes. That's actually a really good instinct. A lot of people don't have that. Um, especially, uh, how do I put it? I run into a lot of people, especially juniors in the industry, who are very much, um, I'm going to make it all entirely on my own. I don't need a mm. mentor. I don't need other people to work with. But the reality is, when you collaborate, you make something that is how do I put it if you're making something on your own regardless of what that thing is you are competing with everybody else that's also making something on their own whereas when you collaborate with somebody else you're creating a unique set of skills whatever it is that you're doing you're creating a unique set of skills that is obviously more than you can do on your own and it pushes you into a place where you're competing with a smaller pool yeah. So I agree. What's a good example? Like, um, I mean, you can probably think of a million examples like this, but like for game development, if you are, uh, if you are making a game on your own solo, you're a lot of people out there are making a game on their own solo. But if you are a artist and you're teaming up with a programmer, you can probably make a game that is uh, much better and competes on a much higher level and in a much different space with a lot less competition because you have a a wider range of skill sets and i know that seems obvious but a lot of people are really resistant to this and it filters down to almost any um no matter how big your organization is or no matter what it is you do i generally find uh collaborating with people with other skill sets and specializing can be really really fulfilling 
um, and can can really help. I'll tell you, like, uh, this is a huge tangent. We've been talking eternally about growing our studio bigger mm. um, so that we're not a uh, small, like, four-person team. We're talking about what we want our studio to be someday, and I think we do kind of want to be more than five people. Yeah. Someday pretty soon. Anyway, that, that makes was sense. a huge aside. I, I think presenters especially personalities like on on twitch and things like that um because it seems so easy to go it alone a lot of people probably don't consider how much more they could accomplish if they teamed up with other people if they teamed up with an audio person somebody with a different skill set um oh god yeah and it, and it's more fun that's the thing for me i have way more if i find someone that I can really work well with, like, like you, like people I've worked with before, where I'm like, there's a definite, like, uh, connection and I don't want to use the word vibe. Vibe. There's a definite vibe. That'll do. <laughs> I can't think of a better one. That um, is very unique when you put two or three or four people together. And it's exactly what you're describing of a studio. Like you have different skill sets, but in my case, it's it's like personalities. Like it's two different people, but we get along and we have. I don't know. Like your different thoughts come together to form something much more interesting than you would have had on your own, which is exactly the same as art, I guess. But like, this is just talking but to, to me that's that that's like what i do so <laughs> i don't know i find that really like i i just don't get like there are there's yeah presenters in particular like it is it is very much presenters twitch streamers a lot of them i mean twitch streamers seem to want to collaborate more but a lot, it's still about like them and they are a personality and that is the thing that they do but like God, there's so much more value, I think, in working with people. If only for yourself, like if only from a selfish point of view, it's like you're gonna have way more fun doing a thing with a person and than you would doing a thing on your own. Plus, like you say, it's something very like there's probably you've got a unique voice, sure, but when you're combined with other people, I don't think there's anyone else that can like if if someone else released another show called The Dialogue Box and it was like a British dude and an American woman, it would be like, yeah, but you can't fuck with the one we've got because we've got that down. Like, <laughs> like I always it think of it. Locked. Yeah, well, I, I always think of it in that sense, like the, the like like a band or something like that, where it's like. That's a great example. Like, just because you're amazing at guitar doesn't mean. Uh, and Even, you can go and you can get on put yourself yeah. on youtube and twitch and stuff with a guitar or you could go like try to find a band uh Way try more to fun. make a band Even with a solo bunch of artists like fucking david bowie everyone be like yeah but what about david bowie it's like yeah but he didn't play everything and he didn't write everything he always collaborated with people and always worked with people even though he was the driving force it was always working with other people. And it's the same thing. Like, I, I always like this mentality in my head of, like, if I'm working with people, I'm like, I know for a fact that you can't fuck with what we've got. It's it's a weird mentality, but particularly when I'm doing, like, live stage stuff, the rare times I've got to do it with other people. I even have this mentality for myself, but that's just, you have to have a level of arrogance or you're not going to do it. But, like, 
I, I, I do think you go out there with this sort of band mentality of like, we're going to fucking blow everyone away and no one can do what we can do. Like, because we are all individual people that have come together to form this specific thing in the middle. I'm rambling, but you know what I mean? I do know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that. Yeah, and that's I, way better and way more fun. And that's why I like to do this kind of thing, why I try and endeavor to do everything with other people as much as I can. And it very rare it ever comes off, but when it does, it's really good. Hell yeah. That's what I think. This is... This episode has been pretty long. We should probably, like, go do our jobs and stuff. But I I had a great time chatting with you, Chris Light. I had a great time talking to you too, Gwen Frey, and I feel we should do it on a weekly basis. Yeah, we should get back into that, that groove where we, like, talk once a week and then record it and then put it on the internet for other people to, to respond to. Hmm. Good plan, Gwen. Thanks for being thank here. Uh, thank you for talking to me, and... Thank you, listeners, for listening. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Slight, and you have been in the Dialogue Box.